Moving out is one of the most exciting milestones of any young person's life if you define young as roughly under 30. And from the moment you start looking for your own place, right up until you start living off microwave noodles and Lucky Charms, the entire process is filled with unexpected things that no one has ever told you about, but they really should have. So the first thing that happens, obviously, is deciding to move out. Because in this day and age, if your parents decide to kick you out, it's honestly like throwing a baby bird out of the nest when it's still an egg or like releasing a domestic rabbit straight into the walk of a Chinese restaurant. So then assuming you're personally ready to take the leap, the next thing you say to yourself is, all right, do I want a roommate or not? And of course you don't, but check with your savings account because it's the one that calls all the shots in this relationship. Now once you deal with that hurdle, we start getting to the exciting part, which is looking at places to move to. So open up Craigslist and using their interactive map that shows you nearby listings, you can start looking at places in the most expensive parts of town and then gradually lower your standards as you come to grips with reality. Then when you finally find a place that you'll settle for, you have to send a message to the owners and hope they'll also settle for you. Now a lot of people see a place they really like but tell themselves, now there's no way I'd qualify, it's probably gone already, it's too expensive and the, the owners would never lower the rent for me. So they aim too low and end up dissatisfied. So when it comes to contacting different owners or landlords, you really need to think of the whole situation like dating. And just like when you're into someone but are too afraid to ask them out, remind yourself that you're never gonna see that person again and that you have nothing to lose except all your self-esteem. Now, an important thing to keep in mind if you get interviewed or have to fill in a detailed application is not to overthink the dumb questions. Do you play drums? Just say no. Do you have many parties? Just say no. Do you have a lot of loud sex? That one's self-evident. Questions are as blunt as you think they are, it's not some personality quiz. You should treat it like the part of the customs form at the airport that asks you, have you been involved with a terrorist organization in the last seven years? Don't start thinking, well, technically it's only been six years and eight months. It's a trick. Just put no. This all ties back to my golden rule, if you're a terrorist, don't say you are. So if you do get lucky enough that they're still interested in you despite your lack of experience, the property owners, they're going to ask for a letter of recommendation from your previous landlord. So tell them, no problem, I'll ask my mom. They're going to love that, and then they might also ask for a reference from your employer. So I like to link my YouTube channel and hope for the best. So far, the best has never happened. Now, assuming the landlord has for some reason chosen you as the most qualified person for their unit, it's time to sign on the dotted line. And as you struggle to write your name cursively for the first time, you can quietly reassure yourself that you're an adult. As we flash forward a couple weeks later, when it comes time to move in, if you have roommates, that's great because they can help you move all your stuff, as in your computer. So once you stock up on the essentials and it's actually livable, after only a few days you'll notice there are a million things that are going to happen that you didn't expect, like getting calls from your parents where they sound suspiciously happy. There's also a ton of things you have to learn that they never taught you in school, like how to stop the government from taking away your electricity and avoiding starvation. If you live with a roommate, you have to constantly deal with their shit. Them not doing the dishes, not putting away their clothes, internet usage spikes at 1am or whenever they take a shower for some reason you pretend to not understand. And of course having to deal with neighbors who get way more sex than you. But on the other hand, if you live by yourself, you have to constantly deal with your own self-sabotage because no one can hold you accountable for anything. Like when you first move in, you're thinking, oh man, I'm going to keep this place spick and span, have my friends over every weekend, host a cocktail night for my family, learn to cook, take an hour every evening before bed to read and relax. But three months later, you'll be lying on an uncovered mattress at 3 a.m., listening to your neighbors try to save their marriage, and wondering how long it would take for someone to notice if you didn't wake up. Finally, a month or two later, you'll get hit with your first bills. Water, heat, 
electricity, internet, phone, Netflix, and more rent. This is the price you pay for growing up, but don't worry, we all regret it. The good news is you only have to deal with it for around 60 more years, and by then, maybe you'll even have your own kids who will still live with you. Thank <music> you.